Boom, what's going on, solarpreneurs? Taylor Armstrong here, back with another episode. It's been a crazy week, so apologize. We are getting this episode out a few days later than planned. Wanted to give a brief introduction. This was an interview that I received um, last year. It was on Jackson Rucker's podcast, Door to Door Success Secrets. I know he hasn't posted for a while on his show, but I felt like we did have some um, valuable things we talked about, um, especially dealing with getting started in digital marketing, which we all know is super important right now. If you're not online, you need to get online more than ever. Obviously, learn the door knocking too, but this is going to give you some good ways to get started. So I hope you enjoy the episode and let's jump into it. What do you call an underground group of solar professionals on a mission to create a more sustainable world? We call ourselves solarpreneurs. And while some might call us crazy, foolish, and dissatisfied with the status quo, we're the ones taking action to create a better future for ourselves and the world. Solarpreneur is dedicated to give you, the solar professional, the tools, skills, technology, and mentorship to take the industry by storm and sell more solar with less effort. We are solarpreneurs, and this is our story. But if you're brand new, I would say just, first of all, picking up um, Russell Brunson's book. He's got expertsecrets.com secrets, and it might be tough to understand at first, but that's really, I think, what opened my eyes, I like to call that, like the forbidden fruit of online marketing. If you're like me, then you know door-to-door sales is an amazing opportunity to generate a successful future. But you also see that there are huge issues starting to emerge. Like, why haven't big door-to-door companies let selling and recruiting habits change in over 30 years? Or why is it that old door-knocking rules say you're better off in person than trying to use the internet to sell your product or grow your team? These are some of the blaring questions we face today. This podcast will show you how real door-to-door entrepreneurs like us are fighting the old status quo. And we aren't cheating by competing on price. Follow this podcast while I expose the shocking methods I'm using to build my million-dollar dream team. Here's to the new tech approach without all those rusty DDD handcuffs. My name is Jackson Rucker, and welcome to DDD Success Secrets. All right, welcome back to DDD Success Secrets. Today on the podcast, we have someone who was basically a nobody in the pest control industry for a while, then was able to jump into the solar industry and has been in the industry for the past three years, has been able to build up a six-figure income and totally change his life. And today we on the podcast, we are pleased to have Taylor Armstrong. So Taylor, welcome to the show. Ooh, yeah. Thanks, Jackson. Thanks for having me on, man. I'm stoked of course. to be here. Totally. Yeah. So, um, what, uh, what was kind of your beginning? How did this all start your path? Yeah. So, um, like you said, I pretty much came from nothing and I'm one of those people that's not like a natural sales guy at all. Um, I know some people get into door to door sales or their sales jobs and just like dominate from the get go. But I grew up in Kanab, Utah, super tiny town, uh, Southern Utah, middle of nowhere basically and when I got like into college I realized that like I had been super shy in high school basically didn't know how to talk to people and I was planning on like doing a mission for my church 
But I got thinking, I'm like, how am I going to do a mission for my church if I'm like scared to talk to anybody? And I mean, just super shy kid, a little bit chubby. So I think I'm self-conscious because of that, things like that. Yeah. So what I decided to do, I'm like, man, if I'm going to do this mission thing, I got to like figure out a way to change this, <clears throat> kind of just get out of my shell. So I was walking through the halls of Southern Utah University one day and heard these dudes talking in the hall, like, hey, come check it out, pest control. We're slinging pest control. Come make six figures in four months. I'm like, what? You got to be kidding me. But I went and checked it out, and you know how it goes. Classic. Just brought me into the pizza meeting or whatever and told me what they're doing. And me and a buddy, we're like, man, we're going to be rich. These guys are (laughs) 100 grand in four months. Like, that's crazy. So. I'm going to buy a jet. I'm going to buy a Lamborghini. You know, you're thinking all these things, right? Everyone does. Yeah, yeah, seriously. (laughs) I'm like just blown away that people can make that much. And and then I started thinking, well, yeah, I mean, it sounds kind of too good to be true, but I guess they're knocking doors. So it's pretty much what I'm going to be doing in my mission anyways. So I guess I might as well try it. So uh, yeah, decided to try it out. Went and did pest control my first year in Dallas, Texas. For um for Aptive was Alter at the time, but Aptive now, and uh, yeah, it went okay. I uh, started out super slow, and what I didn't know is that <clears throat> if you take time off in the summer or don't do things consistently, it really hurts you. So we had a couple like vacations scheduled and things like that. And anyone that does the summer grind, they know that taking you know a week or two off, it's basically the couple days before you're thinking about the trip and everything. So it's super tough to be out on the doors and your production, I think suffers for most people. And then obviously you're gone a week and then it takes like a whole week to get back into it and basically remember how to sell. So definitely had some rough times with that, but it went well, learned, learned a ton. Um, only did about a hundred, which anyone in pest control, it's definitely nothing to brag about, but I mean, first year and just kind of struggled through it. So did that, Went on a two-year mission for Elias Church and then came back, did another summer of pest control, and I was thinking it was going to go way better. But that year, I went on with one of my buddies that actually started his own company. And what I learned that year is it was a smart startup company, so basically things weren't even set up to go when we got out there. I mean, no website, no nothing really established, and we basically helped him start the company the first week. and. I don't know, get his licenses and do all like business stuff. So we get out there and it's basically uh, my buddy that started the company. It's two other guys selling and that was about it. So what I learned that year is it's super tough to sell if you don't have a good team behind you. And I think that's what was the huge lesson that year. I mean, we weren't going out. We're all going out kind of at different times. We weren't doing it consistently. And obviously my buddy maybe not necessarily doing what he's doing. It's his first year, just starting a company, but a lot of cancel stuff like that. So yeah, it was a huge lesson. If anyone goes out, especially what I learned that year, if you're a first year rep or still learning, then you definitely want to have a team behind you. I know when we were chatting before too, I think you said you went out one summer and it's basically you alone too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my second year doing pest control, I was out there by myself, but uh, I'd already 
gone through a full year and I was in uh, the same, same actual location as my first year. And so yeah. a lot of the places were still familiar. Um, but yeah, I was, I was by myself, but it was, it was definitely hard. Yeah. So anyone that's been all by themselves, I mean, you know how hard it is. And especially if you're still pretty inexperienced, like I was, I mean, it's best to have that training and anytime you're on a team, if there's guys that are killing it and doing really good, then it's going to push you to be better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like guys playing with LeBron James, anyone that's playing with top level talent, it's going to push them to get better versus mm-hmm. if you're out there alone or on a team that's not doing great. So yeah, that was a huge lesson and only did about a hundred. So that was my pest control. <laughs> it was my pest control experience. Definitely wasn't anything cool. great. So yeah, after that, I decided to make the switch going to solar and I still knew door to door had huge potential. Um, got into solar this was about three years back and again, started kind of slowing that. But what I loved about solar is um, it was a lot more, I guess you'd say a little bit less knocking and more being in appointments and connecting with homeowners. I mean, you've done pest control, you know how it is. You're trying to get typically quicker sales and in right. and out. I like solar cause we got in the homes. Um, I don't know. Maybe I was thinking more on the lazy side too, cause a lot less knocking and more times being in homes. So that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I just like being with the homeowners, connecting with them more and then commissions were a lot higher and eventually started slow on that. Um, did about maybe 20 grand the first summer, but then decided to make it a year round thing, make the jump. My wife wanted to come out to California, experience things. So we've been out ever since and, cool. um, been able to grow my income ever since. And now I'm on track to do well above six figures. So awesome been awesome and then um that's kind of my background as far as the door-to-door goes and we can go a little bit into how i got into the online marketing stuff too but um yeah so where was it um where was it that you started kind of having this kind of perspective shift that like the door-to-door industry wasn't what you always thought it was Hey, solarpreneurs, real quick. If you've been in the solar industry any amount of time, you know that in order to take it to the next level, you need to always be recruiting. What is it, ABR? Always be recruiting. So if you need help with recruiting, I wanted to share with you something that helped me take my recruiting skills to the next level. We literally went from an office of less than 10 reps to 25 to 30 reps in less than three months. And we did this with reps that continue to sell with us. Two or three of them went on to become managers. Several of them were top producers in our office. And there are multiple reps that are still with us to this day, more than a year later. So what is it that helped me? I took up the services of Ryan Holman with Sales Recruiting University. He helped me develop a system to take my recruiting game to the next level. And he really helped me follow up with the recruits, schedule group interviews with them, get a huge pool of applicants coming in day after day. I wanted to share with you guys his link. If you are looking to take your recruiting skills to the next level, go to calendly.com slash SRU forward slash solarpreneur. Once again, that's calendly.com slash SRU slash solarpreneur. SRU is Sales Recruiting University. Ryan will help you take it to the next level.
Yeah. So um, you and I both are doing similar things, but I think we both recognize it. What happened for me is I went to, it was uh, Grant Cardone's 10X Con. This was two years ago. It was in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I saw Russell Brunson speak. And I'd heard of him before. I'd seen some like ads for ClickFunnels. Right. And who hasn't seen the ads for ClickFunnels? Yeah. That's my <laughs> <Yeah>. question. <laughs> if you're on social media, right, you've right. probably seen his ads. Exactly. Right. Uh, but yeah, I didn't really know what it was. But then I saw Russell speak and um, I mean, you've seen him speak on stage, especially uh-huh. when he's selling stuff. Right. He basically like pitches stuff. that makes it sound so simple, just like an irresistible offer. And I'm like, right. okay, I got to check out what this guy's doing. So he had his offer. It was like three grand for 12 months of quick funnels and all his trainings, all that bundle that he sells. Yeah. And he made it sound so easy, like getting into the online world at the time. I didn't think that it could apply anything with what I was doing in solar, but I just thought I'm like, okay, well maybe this is a good, like, I don't know, side business type thing. I can build some funnels, make some money, sell Mm -hmm. some stuff online. So I bought his package and what I realized is I had no idea what to do with it. Like, I heard him saying all this stuff, but I'm like, okay, I have ClickFunnels. What do I do now? Right. Now I am. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I have no idea what to do. So I did experiment with just building funnels. I know you kind of did the same sort of thing, whereas building funnels for companies. And right. um, actually my first kind of client I got was going to Toastmasters meetings, which I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's where you go up and you practice speaking. So oh, like, I have heard of that. I don't really know much about it though. Okay. Yeah. They're just community groups, but there's all these little groups and basically you just go up and practice speaking and it's kind of on the spot type impromptu stuff. So, uh, my first client I got, I was actually wearing a click funnel shirt to that meeting yeah. and this old guy comes up and he's like, he's like, Hey man, do you build funnels? And <laughs> I didn't really build funnels. Um, at that time I just had the shirt. <laughs> But right. of course, I'm not going to pass someone up an, up an opportunity to right at like, the beginning. You know, you're like, get a client. You want me to help you? Of course, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think I kind of stuttered for a second. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I build funnels. I love building funnels. He's like, oh man, um, I'm actually doing a startup. I, I got a startup going, and actually need some funnels built. Do you want to meet and talk about maybe uh-huh. building some funnels for us? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So met with the guy and then um, <laughs> ended up building some funnels for his, his product. So that was kind of the first experience I had with it. First client. And how did and, it turn out? Yeah, it was okay. Um, as a startup and I followed, I took a course from, you know, Julie, Julie Stoyan is her name. And she teaches people uh-huh. basically how to get clients just building funnels and basically how to start making right. money if you're new at it. Okay, so I just kind of followed the model. Of, yeah. Yeah. Agency model. Yep. Just building funnels for yeah. people. So it was, it was okay. What I learned is with a startup, I mean, they don't necessarily know what they want a lot of times. So it was right. tough. Cause I was asking him like basically what he wanted it to be like and kind of how he wanted to market it. And he had no idea. So that was a little bit tougher when you have people that don't know what they want or it's a super new product. It's, yeah. It was a little bit tough as far as that goes. But yeah, no building the funnel was good. I basically just found a template and did something super simple and plugged it in. That was my first client that went well, but it did take more time than I expected. Mm -hmm. And, um, my sales did kind of suffer because once I got this first client, I was so excited that I stopped focusing a little bit on like my sales game and 
On solar, you mean? Yeah, in solar. So, so I dropped the ball a little bit on that. So I got to thinking, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I wonder if there's a way where I can like combine what I'm doing with ClickFunnels into solar because I, I already know solar. I already know how to sell. I know how to make money in that. And then I read Expert Secrets. That's Russell Brunson's book. Mm-hmm. talked about that. But he talks about just like building an audience, becoming an expert, and just teaching people what you already know. So I'm like, okay, well, Russell is saying to just teach people what you already know. So why don't I use ClickFunnels to teach what I already know and apply it to what I'm doing? Right. And so I started looking for someone that was using funnels to get solar leads because, I mean, knocking doors, we've all knocked doors and you see people that maybe don't answer the door or maybe it's a gated community. Um, People don't answer. And I started thinking, okay, I've got to be missing cells like from people that don't answer. So what can I do to maybe take this online? And so what I did is I just started doing some research and I posted in the ClickFunnels group. I mean, you can go on Facebook. There's a million groups for whatever you want to do. So I started posting around and I'm like, does anyone build funnels for solar? And then I run into a guy that's building funnels, getting leads through his funnels to generate solar leads and eventually just connected with this guy. His name was Ben Claybrook and took a course, bought some coaching from him. And he basically taught me how to use what I already knew in ClickFunnels and apply it in solar and start getting leads from that. So that was kind of my first, I guess, moment where I kind of was able to combine the two door to door. And then now online marketing, I was able to start getting some of my own leads, close several deals just off of doing that. And was able to have some success. So yeah, that's kind of where it started. And what I've learned is it's whatever you're trying to do, if you're trying to apply, I don't know, click funnels and door knocking, um, especially if you're new at it, then find someone who's just one step ahead of you. Find someone who's already done it and get them to coach you or buy their course. Or I mean, people like Jackson, I mean, you got people that are already doing this stuff. So buy their coaching first, then that's how you're going to get the first step into it. And then that's how I got started because, yeah, I guarantee without getting that coaching, without jumping into it like that, I mean, I don't think I don't think I would have been smart enough to figure out this stuff on my own. So it's just like find that person who's already doing it. Right. And so I'm just curious. So like when you uh, when you first started kind of getting your mind wrapped around what you could use uh, your knowledge from door-to-door sales, as well as with what you've learned of online marketing and click funnels, what did that kind of look like? Like what was, uh, maybe I, what I'm wanting to know is like, what was the main struggle that you were kind of going through when you first started doing that? Yeah. a good question. So yeah, my biggest struggle was just getting it consistent because I mean, a funnel to get people into your funnel, you either need to figure out a way to get them to, to go in like for free, like organic traffic or paper ads and then get them to go in that way. So my biggest struggle was to get them to actually, actually go in the funnel. I was using paid ads through actually uh, Yahoo. Um, I know it sounds weird, but this is how I guess I was taught. <laughs> Yahoo Gemini has a platform yeah. where you can <laughs> put ads, post ads on there. So what I figured out is that at first, yeah, I was killing it. And I mean, my ads were doing super well. But what happened is the ads started to do worse and worse over time. And right. when I originally started, I'm like, okay, sweet. I'm just posting an ad and I'm set for life. 
people are going right. to keep clicking on this. I mean, yeah, just spend 20 bucks a day or whatever and just get unlimited traffic, unlimited people coming into the funnel. But what happens is if you don't go in and refresh that ad, if you don't go in and put new copy in it, if you don't go in and make tweaks, suggest things, that ad's going to start to do worse and worse and worse over time and right. not get your results. And then you're spending money and getting nothing out of it. So that right. was my biggest struggle at the time. It worked for about two months. And then after that, started basically bombing and I wasn't getting leads anymore. So okay. initially, I mean, that was just the big struggle is how do I take something new? How do I take this, what I'm doing, generating leads and keep it going forever and then able to close deals off of it. So, um, yeah, it so worked for about two weeks. What'd you do to like kind of optimize that or bounce back from that? Or did, yeah. like, it doesn't sound like you quit, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So what did that look like? Yeah, so I'm still doing it. And what I started to do is, well, number one, you look at other people's ads. And Russell talks about this all the time. But you go out and funnel hack people. You look at what's mm -hmm. already working. And Russell has a super cool software now. It's called Fill Your Funnel. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. About it, funnel hacking life. What you can do, you can go on there and it's just a plugin. You can get it on... Um, Google Chrome. So it's a plugin. So any ad you see, you can just click a button. It's going to take that ad and immediately store it in the software. So you can go back and see that exact same ad at any time. Right. So, That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes it super simple. So before simple. you had to just like take pictures and, you know, write stuff down or the old fashioned way, right? Yeah. Yeah. It took forever. And I hated doing that stuff. So that's helped a ton just going and seeing what's working for everybody. And using stuff like, you know, similarweb.com, you can see kind of how people's traffic is going and based off of their funnels, their websites. So I started doing some of that, but honestly, Jackson, the biggest thing that's helped me is just building, starting to build a team and getting other people to help me with things I don't know as well. Right. So yeah, I knew these, I knew how to do these, uh, Gemini, these Yahoo ads, but what I didn't know and what I was just sucking at was where the Facebook ads, um, I knew people were getting a ton of results off Facebook ads, but every time I put money on, it was just like a black hole. I mean, I don't know what I was doing, but I just could not figure out the Facebook ads. And, um, I didn't want to take all the time to figure all this stuff out. So, um, what Russell talks about, and I mean, anyone that's an entrepreneur, what you start to do and what you learn is it do what you're good at and then things that you're not good at, you need to figure out someone that's can do those things and then get the help you need. So mm -hmm. right now I actually have someone that's running Facebook ads for me. They're killing it right now. And, um, but yeah, I think that's the number one thing that's helped me is yeah, do what I need to do at first when the ads weren't doing well. Yeah. I'm just going and looking at all other people's ads and just always experimenting I mean, once that ad cost starts going up, you got to go in there, you got to make tweaks. And right. then number two, the things that you're not good at, like Facebook ads, go and find someone that is good at that thing and pay them to do it. And you're going to get a return. I mean, yeah, I'm paying this guy to run it, Facebook ads, but um, huge return so, as I close my deals. And so they're, they're ads that are specifically for the selling of solar, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, now, so the process of doing that right now, are you, cause each company can be different, but like for you, it's a new power, right? That you're working for, right? New power, huh? 
new power. So like, are you running it as if you are new power or are you running it as if people are seeing Taylor and that's who the ad is coming from? Yeah. So I'm running it. They've run a couple different ads, but right now we're running it as just kind of as a California solar initiative. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily as a company and we're kind of making it seem like it's just something required by California. So that's the ad that's working right now. Um, but yeah, it's just like off a business page on Facebook. Pretty simple, right? Yep. Yep. So community page. So it's kind of, I guess, kind of like a bait and switch. I mean, we're not trying to, we're not lying to people obviously, but right. we are making it seem like it's almost as if it were from like the sure. state of California or like a community page. And then yeah, linking that up and then yeah, pretty straightforward. People just go into um, the funnel, submit their information we have that all set up. So I get the text notification. Once a lead comes in, call them right away. And that's, that's key too, as I'm sure, you know, anyone that's running ads, running leads or whether it's in pest control, whatever industry you're in, you get a lead, you call them right away and then you set up an appointment or, um, in solar, we set up an appointments. It's a different industry. Maybe you close them right there on the phone. Totally. It's kind of how we're working it. So I think it's constantly evolving and, um, I know I'm talking a lot about copying other people and funnel hacking and going out and finding the people that are crushing it. But I also think there's something to be said about experimenting with things on your own. Cause it's right. like Russell Brunson and these guys didn't go out and do some of their original stuff and experiment with their own ads, experiment with their own processes. I mean, they'd, then they'd never have those things set up that we could go out and copy them. <clears throat> so uh-huh. I think it's super important to learn from what others are doing, but also if, if new ways pop up, I mean, if different things, um, I don't know, different websites, different social media, different things like that pop up, then I think it's important to go out and um, experiment with those things. We all know like Gary V. Gary V. talks a lot about just like if there's a new social media thing. I mean, I have his book. It's called Crushing It over there. And it's like he's talking about if there's a new social media, there's if you can be like the first one, one on that new social media. And that thing starts, you know, going viral. A ton of people start going over. If you are one of the first people on that platform, then you're going to have a huge edge over all the people that got on late. So maybe that's how it is in recruiting too. Maybe there's a new social media that comes out. Maybe there's something new. You can go new be the first person yeah. on that. Yeah. And no one else is doing it. Then you're going to be crushing it in that. So yeah, I think it goes both ways. Looking at what people are doing in the past and having success with. And then there's a new process or something you know, new social media, something like that comes out, then experimenting with that. And maybe you're the first one that hits it big with something like that. And then you'll be the one teaching everyone how to do it and making the big bucks selling your course and everything. So that's my opinion. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so next question here. Um, what, uh, what problems in the way that people typically approach order or sales do you see people make? What, what mistakes and problems do they have that you see? Yeah. Door-to-door sales, um, I mean, we've trained hundreds and hundreds of solar reps here at our company. And I would say the number one problem is just lack of training, just lack of commitment to go out and train every day to role play. And anyone that's read like Grant Cardone's books, he talks about this a ton. I mean, you got to be committed to go in and role play, to go in to train, um, to figure out what's going wrong. And it's something that if I didn't do, I know I 
like I was telling, like I was saying in the beginning, I was a natural sales guy. I had to go out and my first summer every night I was doing ton, tons of drilling, tons of role playing. I would just go for like an hour, hour or two every night. And I would go with the top guy and I just say, okay, can we just role play, man? Just tell me what I'm saying wrong. Tell me what I'm doing wrong in my body language. Um, tell me what I'm doing wrong in my eye contact. We just drill it, drill it, drill it, drill it, drill it. And even doing all that, I mean, I still only hit a hundred cells doing that. So if I hadn't have done that, I, I don't even think I would have made it through the summer. If I did, I probably would have got 50 cells. So that's the biggest thing I see. I mean, not everyone's going to be like the master sales guy. And I'm not, you know, I'm top three in our company for sure. But I know I'm not, I know I'm, there's lots of people probably better at selling solar than me. But what I do know is you just got to train every day. You got to be committed to training. You got to be training, to, uh, committed to role playing, figuring out what's going wrong and just executing on that strategy. Cause yeah, basically what I've been able to do is just study like crazy. Um, I mean, yeah, you go to these conferences, these courses that help you turn your commute time into a university. So I don't drive without listening to podcasts, audible or sure. some type of yeah. audiobook. Um, so just doing all these things, I think that's what it is. And that's why I see people fell as they're just not committed to doing those little things and they just give up. So whatever it is you're trying to learn, if it's you're trying to learn the door-to-door game, go out and find those top guys, drill like crazy. And like I was saying, it helps a ton to be with a company where there are guys that are crushing it, that are doing really well. If you're in a company right now where the top guys not doing near what you'd want to be, then I think you got to consider maybe moving to a company where guys are, you know, top level reps. It's got top level training. So it's going to be way easier to have success going into something like that versus a company that's not doing that great and doesn't have great training. So right. that's, that's the biggest mistake. I think just people not training enough, um, not willing to do what it takes to get to the level they want to be. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, next question I have for you here. Um, and then I have just a few uh, rapid fire questions to just finish up here. Awesome. Um, so like what, was it that made you look, cause we just, we discussed how you went to 10 X, uh, the 10 X conference, but mm-hmm. what was it that changed your belief that you wanted to no longer be just a hundred percent only knocking doors? Yeah. Um, I think for me, it was just realizing that I'm there's missed opportunities. Um, I talked about people that wouldn't let me in the door, people that's, I couldn't even get to their door because there's a gate in front of it. So I just started realizing there's missed opportunities. And the second thing is, um, especially in solar, there's a lot of aspects of solar that's you can't necessarily do on your own. So I realized I was missing a huge opportunity just by a lack of follow-up because I would go to these deals and then definitely wouldn't close all of them. I mean, you get people that wanted to think about it. You get people that's maybe their credit's bad at the time. So especially as I went to see Russell Brunson talk, talk about funnels and kind of online automation, things like that, like, and, you know, building teams, becoming an entrepreneur, like, man, I'm, I wonder how many opportunities I missed just by not mastering all those things. You got follow up, you got the close, you got prospecting, you got all these things. And I'm one guy. So I, I mean, I was not doing very well on the follow up and a lot of different things. I was doing well on the prospecting. And then I was doing okay on the closing part, but yeah, huge lack of follow-up. 
So what I learned is I just need to figure out this entrepreneur game and build a team. So what I've started to do is now I have a virtual assistant that actually helps me do a lot of these things. Also get referrals. That's another huge thing I was lacking. So um, I think it's, it's important for, especially in solar, but whatever door-to-door industry you're in, I mean, just think of things that maybe you're not doing well on. Are you lacking in the follow-up? Are you lacking in getting referrals? And how could you, how could you use like online automation to help you with those things? So I started to hire, I hired a virtual assistant. She helps me out with a ton of those things now. And ever since I've been able to got help and also organization, talked about having a CRM or some way that you're going to organize all these leads because it's huge. Um, if you can do that, what I have my assistant doing now is I'll close a deal and she'll send out. Um, there's a service it's called sendoutcards.com, but it's basically a service where you can send out um, gifts to customers, your prospects, uh-huh. things like that. So I'll close a deal and then I have it set up to where she goes in. She sends out a gift to the client, asks for referrals right after that. She helps me out with that. She helps me organize the leads. She helps me out with follow-up. And, uh, you know, you can only you can only outsource so much too. So you got to be careful with how much you do outsource. But it's just like figuring out what you can do. I saw all the things I was missing. And I saw some of those that could be solved by ClickFunnels, that could be solved by online marketing, especially in a lot of recruiting things we were doing. And, um, yeah, I just figured out ways that we could – automate a lot of those things so i got send out cards in the past i was spending hours and hours actually personally taking gifts to my customers and it was great and they loved it but it's like um all that all those hours i spent taking them gifts i mean what if i could just automate that online so that's when i discovered that service and now that's all instant now i don't have to spend hours so the hours that i could have been closing other deals now i'm using those hours to go out and you know, fill my funnel, go out and fill my prospects. So I think that's what it is. Just recognizing things that maybe you lack on seeing if you can automate it or outsource it. And then, yeah, don't be afraid to build a team. Cause I think, you know, any, any huge name, Tony Robbins, Russell Brunson, Grant Cardone. I mean, you see what they post, you see what they do, but the reality is besides behind the scene, the scenes, they have like a team of you know, 50, a hundred people doing all these things. Mm-hmm. So what can you do? What sort of team can you build to help you with anything I talked about? I got a guy running Facebook ads, got my assistant that's helping me with a lot of follow-up. I'm helping me with the podcast. So I think that's where I started to realize it is just what can I outsource? What can I get help on? And then how can I use funnels to automate a lot of these things to help me get more prospects and clients? And that's kind of what we're trying to teach people. We've got our podcast and that's what it's all about is – figuring out how to help people build teams and just teaching uh, solar cells up to anybody be entrepreneurs, not just focus on one thing. I mean, door knocking, that's one thing, but how can we teach people to be entrepreneurs and to learn all pieces of the game? So love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. That's great. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I believe the door to door industry needs a lot more people like you who have gotten over the belief of uh, or the fear of, well, what 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 would happen if I just start teaching people what I know, yeah. right? And so uh, that's huge. So congrats on that because that's been able to help you uh, go on to interview some big people and be able to start a, a podcast that has a following and be able to start making yourself an entrepreneur and not just a door-to-door salesman. 
And uh, so your message and my message is very much aligned. Um, And so thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Um, Last question I have for you. Um, What, uh, what piece of advice uh, would you give someone who's been in the door to door industry for a, a while but is brand new to digital marketing. I mean, you've yeah. already talked about a little bit of the team building and stuff like that, but what, uh, what piece of advice do you think would be most beneficial for that kind of person? Yeah. Um, so I know I've talked a lot, um, talked about a couple of these things before, but number one, just going out and like I said, finding someone that's already doing that thing. But if you're brand new, I would say just first of all, picking up, um, Russell Brunson's book. He's got expertsecrets.com secrets and might be tough to understand at first, but that's really, I think what opened my eyes out to call that like the forbidden fruit of online marketing because it opened my eyes to (laughs) possibilities. (laughs) My eyes were opened after that. So yeah, I think just starting out with that, go out and first of all, get those two books just kind of consider the possibilities of what you could do if you had on, if you were using online marketing and then yeah, number two, just finding guys that are already doing stuff like that. So you got Jackson's podcast, you got my podcast, which is solarpreneur podcast. Um, we're definitely applying these things in door to door. Um, so go out and get coaching from guys like that. And then, yeah, I mean, just listen to podcasts, just increase your knowledge of it. And I think that's the biggest thing that helped me is just finding someone that's doing it and then just studying those things like crazy. Just become a student of marketing and think of ways you can kind of apply what you're learning to door-to-door or whatever industry you're in. Awesome. Love it. Last question. Um, I wanted to uh, wanted to just ask, like, what's, uh, what is your favorite book? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, my favorite book maybe no, <laughs> um, yeah so I guess that's kind of an interesting question my book I like the most um, that I would say to apply what we're doing put me on the spot man but I honestly <laughs> I love I love Tim Ferriss's books the four-hour work week I thought was awesome, awesome. Um, he has this whole four-hour everything but and yeah Steve Larson he talks about that a ton that that was uh, kind of a gate, his gateway drug to online marketing. But yeah, totally. four hour work week I like, like a lot. And the reason I like it is because he talks a lot about outsourcing, which is what okay. I'm for. So finding little aspect. things that you don't like doing to outsource. And I thought that was super interesting because there's all these things that's, you know, you start to realize that there's things you're doing that might not be worth your time as much. Like how much time are you spending right. responding to emails how much of what you're doing, you know, could potentially be passed on to someone else to do it. So uh-huh. yeah, I, I pay someone, my assistant, she's from the Philippines. Her name is Stella. I pay her 300 bucks a month and she saves me hours and hours in time. And it's that's like, awesome. yeah. So that's probably my, I don't know, current favorites. Cause that kind of was another eye opener for me. That was awesome. Cool, man. Well, you dropped some serious gold nuggets on uh, our podcast today. Thank you so much for coming. Um, Any last words that you want to leave with the audience here? Yeah. I mean, definitely love to connect with anyone, part of your audience, Jackson. And so reach out to me. I'm on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Where where can people find you? 
Yeah, so just Taylor Armstrong on Facebook, Instagram, and trying to kind of up my social media game. But uh, yeah, podcast, we're posting weekly episodes, if not more. So that's the Solarpreneur podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, love to hear people's thoughts on that so they can connect with us. And yeah, just reaching out on Facebook. But yeah, love to hear people's thoughts. And um, yeah, that's about it. But appreciate Great. being on the show, man. And I'm excited yeah, course, for man. your podcast and where you're going. Doing thanks, great man. stuff. And I'm glad thank, we make the you. connection. Totally. Of course. Yeah. Thank you, Taylor. Well, thanks for coming yeah. on to the show today. Yep. Appreciate it. <laughs> we'll uh, chat with everyone soon. Thanks again. All righty. Thanks, guys. Hey, hey, thanks for listening to this episode of DDD Success Secrets. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you could do me a quick favor and rate and review the podcast. This lets the platforms know that I'm doing something right and that people like the content. It would be a huge help and I would be forever grateful. And be sure to head over to dddsuccesssecrets.com and pick up your free DDD Pro Series. This training video series is for training your own sales team on how they can start to auto-recruit their own team in the future. It's stuff that your regional managers are probably never going to teach you. Until next time, my friends, peace out. Wow, what another value-packed episode of The Solarpreneur. Guys, if you couldn't tell, we spend a lot of time and energy to put these episodes out to hopefully give you just one strategy, one golden nugget that's going to launch your solar career to the next level. And we do it all for free. And if you found any value in this episode or it's helped you in any way, all I ask in return is that you just take 30 seconds of your time and leave us a review on iTunes so that we can help more solarpreneurs like you to change the world. And as a gift for leaving us a review, we have a special training package exclusive for solarpreneur listeners over at solarpreneurs.com. Remember, you need to leave us a review on iTunes to qualify for the training package, so take care of that now, and we'll see you on the next episode.